Kilayim Perik Zayin Mishnah Vav Seven Six. The Mishnah continues to discuss the question of when a person can render his fellow's property forbidden with Kilayim Hakerem and planting grain in a vineyard. Um, so this case is Ha'anas, a person who forcibly takes control of his friend's vineyard. So now he's in control, but he doesn't own it. And then Shazara Esa Kerem, he then plants, let's say, grain inside the vineyard that he took control of. So the robber takes the vineyard, it's not his vineyard, and he plants grain in the vineyard. Now the rule is that we're saying again, we're passing like Rup Shivan Riyosi, that a person cannot be in the Kadesh Davash Enoshalo. A person can't render forbidden that which doesn't belong to him. So the question is, can this robber who's taken forcible control of the vineyard plant grain and make the vines forbidden to get benefit from? And the answer, of course, is no, we can't. Um, but now the question arises, when the rightful owner comes back into the property, what level of urgency is it for him to remove the grain that's growing there? And the Mishnah says, if and when the thief gets, he leaves, and now the rifle owner returns to the vineyard. Cultural, he must immediately cut down or harvest, he can get benefit from, so harvest and eat, for that matter, the grain growing in this field, but he has to do it immediately. A field of even during Cholomoed, obviously not on Shabbos and Yelta, if he can't harvest, that's also, but as soon as it comes Cholomoed, normally the rule is, then Cholomoed, you may not harvest your fields, etc. But here we're saying he can do it, um, now, why is that the case? The primary reason is because, so we don't want it to look like he is being the Kayem, he's maintaining Kilai HaKerem, grain growing in his vineyard. Um, and that being the case, it would be sort of an exception to the rule. The normal rule is he couldn't uh, harvest, but here we're saying he has to because of Mar's line. Uh, there is a second shot to the Bartonor, which is second possibility, which is if he knew that the grain would grow a 200th now, during Cholomoed, so then that would anyways, now since it's in his possession, it would make the grain and the vineyard for that matter, Asr Bahana, because he's being Makayim, he's leaving it there, and that would be a case of, of loss, financial loss, of Davra Avid, and the general rule is that whenever you have a Davra Avid, a case of financial loss, you are allowed to do Malacha on Cholomoed, so it could be that if that were the scenario here, then this would not be an exceptional case, but the usual case of Simply the heter of harvesting and doing malacha and cholamoid because of the davra of it. Either case, the question is now he has to hire a team of people to do the harvesting. And if that's the case, how much must he spend on that team? How much must our owner who's returned to his vineyard pay a team of workers to do the harvesting on cholamoid? Ad shlish, up to a third. So the bartender brings two pshatim, a third of what? The first pshat is, up to a third more than the going rate. And essentially, this is the usual case of the Mishnah, where we are measuring a third in terms of the total amount paid, which is what we'd call 50%, meaning um, if usually he pays $2 per hour to the workers, he would have to add a third dollar to the compensation for a total of $3 per hour, which, of course, is a 50% increase in the usual $2 up to 3 Um That's the first shot. The second shot is that it's up to a third of the total value of the harvest. That is to say, if the 
value of the entire wheat crop is $300. So then this guy has to be, pre to be prepared to pay up to $100 to workers to harvest the field. Uh, more than that, either the first shot more than 50% increase, and the second shot more than a third of the value of the entire harvest, and there's too much to demand of him. And that in the case, he can just harvest it on his own, on his own, or wait till after Cholomod when the prices are back to normal because people don't want to work on Cholomod, um, and then harvest it properly, and that will be okay. There's a question. Yeah, normally, the rule is that um, to not do an Isser Torah, a person would have to spend all of his money. So, why is there a financial limit here? Just a third, third or whatever it is. And the answer is um, remember, he's actually not doing anything. He's not doing an Isser Torah. He is making it look like he is maintaining grain in his vineyard, um, but he's not, not actually doing that. If you remember from previous Mishnayas, we said that um, if you wants to remove it, you just haven't gotten around to it yet because you haven't gotten there yet. That's not called being the Kayim. So that's the case here. He just hasn't got the wherewithal or the manpower or the time and hands to get it removed, the grain removed from his vineyard that fast. But that's not being the Kayim. He wants it removed just so he can't get it removed yet. Um, so that is not Ishtar and that's why he is allowed to be only spending up to a third. Fine. Yes, Amerikan, if the cost is more than a third, either a third of the going rate, meaning 50% more than the going rate, or a third of the total cost of the entire harvest, then culture to Kadarko. Then he can just simply harvest as he can. Baholech, you know, he does it as he can. Some Cholomod and some after Cholomod, as time allows and as he progresses. Even if it means continuing on till after Cholomod, meaning it schleps out all that time. That's fine. Now, the mission has a new case here, really. It's quite misleading, but this is like a new paragraph. And the question of the mission here is the words say, anas. Um, from what point is this guy called an anas? Meaning that at what point does the anas, the person who is the thief, get ascribed ownership to this field? So what, at what point, meaning like, I guess, at what point does the field become call, called the property of the owner, of the robber? Um, so the answer is Misha Yishka, from when it sinks. It being, according to the Partanura, um, any public memory of the original owner. So at that point, um, the person who forcibly took control of this land, now he becomes the de facto owner of the land. And at that point, if he would plant grain in this vineyard, would become immediately Asurbanah because that is the prohibition of Kiliah Kerem. Before Misha Yishka, before people forget that this field really belongs to the original owner, the first owner, the rightful owner, um, then all the plants in the world wouldn't make this owner be able to render the grapes or the grain which he plants in it Asurbanah. Um, there is a question to be asked, which is the usual rule is that not possible to steal land. Land is like unthievable in, in halacha. Um, if it doesn't belong to you, it's still sitting there, so you didn't take it away. You didn't really take possession of it. Um, so this is an exception to that, and it may be actually a general principle to that exception that rule across the board, that at some point, um, if no one knows this field belongs to the original owner, since he can never get it back, um, at that point, so like it or not, the thief has taken possession and it's, you know, permanent possession. So he becomes now the owner, and, and, and that's the case. So if that's the shot, then that's the shot. And since now the honest, the, the robber becomes the owner, de facto he can make the grain and green he plants together. Asurpana. 
or it's just simply an, an exceptional case, um, meaning that in this case, since no one knows anymore, none of the why that is not his, so there's no denying that he has the special rights to at least make that which he plants in the vineyard, Osir Bahana.